The last word on sport on Today FM. With Carlsberg, official beer partner of the FAI. Probably the best partnership in the world. Get the facts, be drink aware, visit drinkaware.ie. And you're very welcome back to The Last Word. It's Ian Guider in for Matt today. But it is time now to focus on the Premier League action. And I don't think anyone could have predicted in their wildest dreams the outcome of yesterday's Liverpool-Manchester United game at Anfield. As if you haven't heard it now, Liverpool winning 7-0. Mark Lawrence and Tony Cascarino, good evening to both of you. Hi, Ian. Mark, I spoke to you on Friday about this and I think if anyone had told us we'd be 7-0 to either team, we would have been told, check yourself into somewhere. Where did this come from, from Liverpool? <laughs> Very good question. Um, I mean, I thought I thought before the game, I don't know about Cass, but I just thought it was going to be very, very tight, maybe one goal in it, etc. Um, and it was a good first half, uh, but an excellent goal by Liverpool. And go, and I'm I kind of thought United in. were going up up until that first Gakko Gakko yeah. goal. Man United looked like they were getting on top. They did, they did, and they made one a couple, a couple of chances, and the, the, the play was nice, etc. Defensively, were very, very good, and. There's no doubt, obviously, that goal was a big fillet to, to Liverpool. Then the second half, well, once Liverpool started, I mean, just defensively, Manchester United disappeared. I mean, the, the behaviour of the captain, Fernandez was just absolutely, totally ridiculous. But we actually spent, I was at the game, and we actually spent more time stood up celebrating goals in than actually sat down. And it just seemed wave after wave after wave. And anything Liverpool did obviously went in the back of the net. Now... And people say, oh, you know, do you write it off? Is it a one-off? Is it whatever? I think with Liverpool, they have slowly started to play better. And importantly, they've had a few uh, no goals against clean sheets in the last few games. So they're starting to build again. Um, and it looks at the moment for me, if you ask me the question, and I'm presuming you would do at some stage, is that, yes, I do think they'll get in the top four. Yeah, I just want to stick with some of those Liverpool goals because if you look at where they came from, Nunes, Darwin Nunes playing well, Cody Gakpo playing well, Salah really playing well. That's been missing so far this season. Yes, they've been getting individual goals, but the way they were linking up and also the threat those two players, were, Nunes and Gakpo, were, were posing to Man United. Yeah, and don't forget Jota, who who obviously came on, but but he's he played the other night and played extremely well. So now all of a sudden... Those front three players are looking around and Firmino came on and scored, obviously, and they're thinking, um, you know, we've, we've been able to basically name ourselves in the team every week. Now there's that competition for place, which, which is a big thing. Uh, the whole Firmino suddenly started to look the players that they was defensively with Van Dijk back as well. Um, and so, but listen, it's, this, is, this is not worth diddly squat if we go to, to Bournemouth 12.30 on Saturday. And don't get big points. So that's the most important thing now. We're having trouble getting Tony up on the line, so we'll stick with Mark for ah. the next few minutes. Mark, you mentioned there Bruno Fernandes, and I, what part of the game did he play well in? Was it the standing back and not chasing after <laughs> Liverpool players? Was it getting into a little bit of a spat with the official? I think it was all. He was obviously frustrated, but you know what? If you're, you are captain of the team for a reason, that the manager obviously trusts you, and that, that you think you would think that under pressure he would g- get all the troops together, you know, try and improve the performances, including his own. I think apart from the header he had in the first half, which which whizzed across the, the front of Allison's goal, I can't really remember him that much in the game. He's just getting more and more frustrated. 
And then the, to, to cap it all, and we all noticed it in the ground, that whatever it was, three, four or five, you know, he's waving over to, uh, to Ten Hag, take me off. Now, he wasn't injured, so I would imagine, I mean, I, I would imagine they, they would have been in this morning at nine o'clock, Manchester United, and I would think they were straight in and um, it would be a video nasty to look at. And I would have think Ten Hag wouldn't have pulled any punches with what he said to the players. I know he locked him in the dressing room after the match as well. Um, and he just, he, I think, and I, I think this is really clever of him as well. He just said, you know, the start of the second half, he was looking at his team and he slowly realised that, that there was no fight in them. And this team had gone unbeaten for 20-odd games, however many it was, and, you know, with the fantastic confidence it would have. And he was just saying, look, look, we're all over the place. And as he said, he could have substituted virtually every single player in that team. Would you keep Fernandez as captain? No. No, I wouldn't. I, I really seriously wouldn't because he's always and he, he's looking. He's a really, really good player, but he moans and moans and moans all the time, and he's a little bit sly with one or two of his, his challenges, etc. He got away with a thing with the referee's assistant yesterday, only because the ref, referee's assistant had put his hand on him before actually that uh, that Fernandez re- replied with the hand on the on the referee. Um, no, I, you know what? I'd give it to uh, to Martinez. You know the Argentinian. Yeah. Because in the, in, the, in the first half, well, he, he's, he's, he was the only one who would stand up to anyone. And I just think he, he leads by example. Maybe, maybe a problem will be that his English probably isn't very, very good. But if he gets, if he gets three days a week of English, he's probably in the next two months. This is probably a harder one to, to, to answer. Is this Liverpool finally showing that they are back to somewhere near the form of the last couple of seasons? And also, did we over-flatter Manchester United given the performances of some of the teams below them, like Liverpool and like Chelsea? Um, no, we've not over-flattered them in what they've done because it's been a complete rebuilding outfit for, for, for the manager and he's got the dressing room right. No, he's done a very, very good job and, and I think he will go on probably even win another trophy, to be honest with you, because he'll just double up on everything that he's done already and, and tell the players exactly what, exactly what he thinks. Um, from Liverpool's point of view, listen, you still only get three points, however many goals you win, you win by. It's slowly, it's, it's baby steps, shall we say, but just there's one or two things now where Canate's back, um, him and obviously Van, Van Dyke very difficult to play against Robertson, Robertson was left out in midweek and yesterday was outstanding Yeah, Liverpool's uh, midfield certainly were a lot better than they have been this season Yeah, yeah, yeah. well you know but listen, we haven't seen Fabinho we, 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 we thought someone else was playing inside his shirt for the last three or four months I know obviously he had the World Cup and stuff but he hardly played in that and I don't know what, what's happened to him but now all of a sudden as well, and, and the young kid Bacetic who came on, but he's been playing lots of games. There's now in that midfield area. There's a little bit of competition for places, and there's not too many old legs in there as well, which has also been a difference. But I just think throughout the team, you know what it's like. You know, you, you, you're playing a team, and you're not having a particularly good time, but you know you've got lots and lots of good players, but you've also got lots of injuries. As they slowly start to come back. You know, and you look in the dressing room, you think, oh, we're going to be all right today because he's back and he's back. And slowly you start to build this momentum, which is, which is what I think they're doing. But as I said to you before, you know, they, they have to go, to go and beat Bournemouth. And even if it's a 1-0, it's actually a really big result because it just really kind of ups the momentum a little bit.
Just going on to that Bournemouth-Arsenal game, I was very dismissive with yourself and Miguel on Friday saying that we were going to give this one to Arsenal and within a couple of seconds, Bournemouth were ahead. Yeah, um, but that, that win for Arsenal will, will feel absolutely fantastic. And, um, you know, obviously got, they've got loads of confidence anyway. They're 2-0 down and they fought back. And the thing about them, they fought back in, in the right way, still played football. Scored the goals. Obviously, the winning goal was outstanding. I, I was speaking to somebody yesterday who was at the game and just said, like, if there'd been a roof on the stadium, it, it would have come off because the noise was, was fabulous. And you go in the dressing room after that, you feel like you've actually won a title, you know, because you, cause of that 2-0 down at home as well, not even away from home. So that they'll be, they, those players will be on cloud nine. I know the manager will try and play it down a little bit, but honestly... Um, their, their confidence at the moment is, is better than anybody's in the league. The only thing about that, Mark, and yeah, okay, top of the table, and there's a few other games there that went, you know, we'll get on to Manchester City, Newcastle yeah. at the moment. Yeah, yeah. But if you were to say it, this is now, how many times have they had to go into deep into time added on to get over the line? Well, they've done it a few times, but you know what? And the pressure I mean, of that, you can only do that so many times under pressure. Uh, you, you can, but there's a season sometimes, and it might be this season, where you, you tend to do it lots more than you would need to. But, but it, it is just, honestly, you, you, you go in a dressing room after that, and, the, and the, manager will, the manager will be elated, but he'll play it down a little bit, and he'll just say, you know, look, absolutely fab, great result, three points, but by the way, for the first hour... We were all over the place, so, so that needs to stop. But it, it's very, very difficult. The other thing as well is, is that players, players turn up to training earlier. Everything's great. They're having a laugh, but they're working hard. And at the moment, they feel like they can beat anybody in the league. And I can tell you, it's, it's a fabulous feeling to have when you're playing professional football. Let's get on to Manchester City and Newcastle. And I think I picked mm. up Newcastle thinking they would bounce back fairly quickly from that yeah. Carabao Cup defeat, and that didn't happen. Uh, City looking looking comfortable enough against them. Newcastle, they're, they're not scoring. Yeah. They're not looking like really scoring either. Well, they had a couple of really good chances at 1-0. Uh, really good chances, but they didn't obviously um, take them. But I, I think you, you look at them a little bit and... Manchester City weren't at their very best, but they were good enough. And you felt, even if Newcastle had scored to equalise at any time, 1-1 or 2-2, that Manchester City had something in reserve. Um, and in the end, they, they won comfortably. I think the problem with, with, with Newcastle at the moment, they had such a, a very, very good run, as we all know. But they've, they've struggled to score. And now, and this was, used to be their strength, they've started to concede quite a bit as well. So that's an issue for them. But look, they'll still finish in the top six. I don't think they'll finish for the Champions League. But it'll still be a very, very good season for them. And as we know, they've got so much money. So I think that, well, I know already they're scouting for players for next season. And they will get even better next season. So watch out, everybody. I know it's too early to get overexcited about top four at this stage in the season. But when you look at yeah. Spurs going down to Wolves, you look at that Newcastle loss, you look at the Man United result that we were just talking about, who's going to be in the top four now? Liverpool have that game in hand over Spurs. Uh, I would say um, the top two at the moment, obviously City and Arsenal, Manchester United, and I, I would go for Liverpool. I don't trust Spurs. Uh, you see them some days and, and you know, those are opportunities for Kane and they look a really, really good side. I mean, look, you know, last week went to Sheffield United in the FA Cup. It was like a non-performance. 
then got beat at Wolves at the weekend, and Wolves can't score goals. Obviously, got one which, which was enough. And there's something, there's something. I don't know what it is at, at, at Tottenham. It's just not quite right. So I think you know the, the, the big four that's already in there at the moment will will with Liverpool to be in there will will be the ones. Let's move on to Chelsea Leeds. Chelsea just about getting over the line. Leeds didn't offer a whole lot, but if you were Graham Potter. 1-0 to Chelsea, 1-0 to a, a poor Leeds coming up to Chelsea. It didn't mm. really didn't really convince and then you've got Borussia Dortmund. Is it tomorrow night or is it Thursday night or Wednesday I night? I don't know. I think it, I think it might be Wednesday night. I'm not sure, but listen, I, I think just the fact that they scored uh you can you can't imagine that the, the pressure that this guy's under. Um, you know, the, the nearly every Chelsea supporter you speak to that get him out, what am to two, get him back, all those kind of things, one thing or another, but look, you know, in, in fairness to the owners I think they've made many, many mistakes. Not buying a striker is a massive, massive mistake and could cost them daily in terms of Champions League. But, but they're staying with, with the manager. And I think what they're saying to is, we want you to build us into you know, a really, really super club. Look, if it could Abramovich be years been there, at this stage. Well, it might be. Yeah, of course it might. But, but if Abramovich had been there, he'd have been gone. He'd have, he'd have been gone six, six games ago. There's no doubt about it. So... I quite like the fact that the owners, whatever you think of them, they've actually stood by him, but they still will have this problem, in. And the higher they go in terms of, in, of European football, the more difficult it will be because they, they, they literally cannot score. I mean, one goal in how many games is that? It's, it's mad. Yeah, just finally, on to bottom of the table, or near enough to the bottom of the table, and we spoke about this on Friday, Forrest and Everton. I still think Everton are going to go down. Are you, are you of the view now that that's nailed on? No, you're no. still cl- still clinging. I'm, I'm hanging on because um, a, a, I want them to, I want them still to be in the division because we get six points off them playing with Liverpool players, so that's good. <laughs> but 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 honestly, you know, I don't know if you've ever been to Goodison, um, and, but when it's full and the home team need a result, it's a really really difficult place to play. He's done quite well, Sean Dice so far. Calvert Lewin will be fit, I would think, in the next week or two. No, I think they'll stay up. Mark Lawrence, thank you very much for joining us on that. Yeah, it was a cracking weekend of games. It was. I was watching Liverpool yesterday. I actually missed the first goal because I was texting somebody and then couldn't believe the second half. Could it be an interesting couple of weeks ahead? Hopefully Liverpool don't slip up against Bournemouth. Let us know your views. Premier League on any game that happened yesterday. 87 102 the last word on sport on Today FM with Carlsberg official beer partner of the FAI probably the best partnership in the world get the facts be drink aware visit drinkaware.ie